take a moment and look at your email and look for the last time that you either sent or received an email that just said, thank you, that's great, appreciate the email, congratulations. We're honestly, there is very little said other than I received your message. How far back do you have to go before you either sent one like that or received one like that? I'm Becky Pike-Puth with the Bob Pike Group, and Juliet Funk has taught me a lot about making sure that I simplify my physical space and my busy work. Things like decluttering my hard copies, decluttering and unsubscribing from all emails. The second I get an email, if it's spam or if it's from a salesperson and I don't need that service at all and never will, I respond back now in the notes or in the um, subject line with unsubscribe or take me off your list, something like that so they know what to do and I won't be getting 15 more emails from their, you know, drip campaign, right? I want to be removed so I'm not seeing that spam come through. Although we have, you know, junk folders and ways for us to filter that, it still gets through. Another idea that I've learned from her is to reduce email staying power. It shouldn't be staying on my email list for longer than a couple of days. And if it's still there, what happens is you end up with 2,000 emails in your inbox. How good does it feel when you're able to delete everything? All right. I know that some of you right now are thinking, no way. I have 3,000. I can't even begin. Guess what? Here's what I did to start. I created a folder that said 2017 emails, for instance. And I took all of the emails that I received in 2017 and I shoved them into that email folder. So now all of them are gone and I could start with a clean slate. Maybe that's what you want to do so that you can start with a clean slate moving on from today and forward. We need to make sure that our written communication is also really valuable, not just decluttering and those kinds of things to save time, but also how are we responding back to people? For example, if you've ever received a CC memo or everybody, oh my word, congratulate Becky, she just came back from her honeymoon, woo woo, or just had a baby, congratulations, and then 72 people respond, reply all, thank you, thank you, oh, that's great, congratulations. How much time is wasted on that? Not to say that it's not important for Becky to be recognized, but guess what, there's a better way to recognize her in a team meeting or offline versus me and 72 other people reading each other's email and so we want to communicate via email in a way that's powerful. Think about it. Let's say you receive an email on Friday afternoon from an individual that's already left the office. And you get it and you're going to respond back with thank you for this information. You send the memo Friday afternoon. The person doesn't come back to work until Monday. And then they get this message and it says thank you, you know, for responding. And then they're like, well, what, what is this about? And they have to reread their whole email to figure it out. Look how much time has just been wasted. People don't need a thank you. They just need to send their stuff and we need to apply it and do something with it. 
you need to pause before sending an email and ask yourself, is this written communication necessary or needed? Or could I put it onto a list that I'll cover with my team later on at a meeting? So if it's not urgent and important, it's going to go on that list. Just make the list so you don't forget about something. What I mean by urgent and important is if you need something today, obviously an email is a quick way to do that. If you need something tomorrow, a response by tomorrow, obviously that's important too. But if it's something that can wait, for example, I've just written another book on training difficult people and it can wait till next week for me to discuss, hey, layout or um, formatting or whatever it might be. It's not urgent because there's a deadline, but it's not right now. I'm going to save that and put it on my list because between now and then, I'm probably going to come up with four or five other questions or thoughts, and I want to be able to do that all at once. Think about what are you actually sending? Are you sending a link? That's important because people can click on it. They don't have to type in 7,000 letters, right? Are you sending an attachment? Are you forwarding a message? The only times that I'm forwarding a message is if it's client information that's really needed for my team members. If you have seven to ten items on your waiting list, that list that's off to the side, it's time to clear that off and discuss that with that individual. So personally, I have these lovely little note cards and I have just somebody's name on the top of each one and I just start creating lists for each person and when they get to five to seven or ten, I then go meet with that person and cover everything and leave that list with them or whatever I might do. That's going to save a lot of time on email and a lot of clutter in people's boxes. These are just a few ideas or concepts. Juliet Funk calls the, this white space and creating white space in your life so that you can practically apply and have more time to think beyond what we're currently doing because we're so cooped up with everything else. I'm Becky Pike-Pluth with the Bob Pike Group, and thanks for listening about written communication. This is your creative training tip for you.